1: Satisfaction. Laziness may appear attractive, but work gives satisfaction. Anne Frank.
2: Really, Anne Frank? Goodness me! Well, she certainly had a period where she had to keep focused, didn't she?
1: She did. And diligence. How old was she? Very young.
2: Was she about ten or eleven? Or how did she know that? I know that is quite wise,
1: isn't it? It's the same Anne Frank we're thinking of. Oh, yeah, I, I imagine so. I, I, I don't know if there's any. Not other, Diamond. Not, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, no, I mean I think does this laziness give you satisfaction, Dave?
2: I think basically I always find that um whoever came up with the weekend was as a right person in the sense that those two days are enough, I think. I think by the bank holiday, I'm kind of like if I have a Bank Holiday Monday type of thing, already I'm sort of, well, I've overdone it perhaps with the drink or, I've, you know, I've, I haven't had like a normal diet of foods, stuff like that. I mean, don't get me wrong, I could carry on. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't be like being brought out by the undertakers type of thing. I'm not a death's door. But I think um, you do need to have some kind of, you know, work-play kind of balance. You sort of realise that more. And you get a sense of accomplishment after doing something, don't you? But definitely, I sound very high and proper in saying that, I am the king of procrastination. It goes about saying, because intellectually, I totally agree with that quote. But emotionally, what I would actually do, definitely, you know, very, very, yeah, very lazy type of thing. Getting up in the morning is a massive struggle. Do you know what I mean? It's like um, trying to get myself out of a dark hole type of thing first thing in the morning, you know, driving there, living off caffeine during the day sort of thing. Mm. But I think, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, intellectually, common sense, definite, but um, I'd always go for the lazy element. It's like, you know, more and more when it comes to social events, even sometimes I find that hard work. I prefer just to stay on my own, on the couch, watching Netflix type of thing.
1: You find that satisfying?
2: Uh, no, I don't. That's the problem. But sometimes I think it's a bit too much kind of hard it's work. Short
0: term fix, long term pain. Yeah, absolutely. Pain, right? That's exactly it. If you could just—is it that hump of just getting yourself motivated and doing something? Once you're in the rhythm of it, you you, you feel fulfilled at the end, right?
2: Definitely. Yeah. But it's
0: that. It's that mo I completely understand and get that. In the morning as well, I think also there's a big chemical thing in the morning. Yes, you there have is. You have the hangover of the stuff that keeps you sleeping. Yes, in your brain, and some people it dissipates very quickly when they wake up, and some. This is what I, I know. This could be absolute rubbish, but I heard that some people it goes very quickly, and some people it just takes a long time, which is why you need that caffeine to jolt you.
2: Right, hot or very cold shower,
0: one of the two, and um, also those are people that tend to stay up later. In I mean, also if you had a circadian rhythms. No, I haven't. though. No. they're basically like if you were locked underground, your body has a natural rhythm to it um, that you would apparently find a new kind of rhythm to your body you do the evening and the morning and the day and all that kind of natural you won't completely lose track of time entirely did a scientist do that in a cave or something yeah yeah
2: because i heard something about that yeah, yeah yeah
0: so there is um and some people have different um uh thresholds of these rhythms or different weightings so like my wife is always falling asleep at 9 30 by 10, she's, like, fully asleep in two minutes. If she goes to bed, she's fully asleep. I'll be just listening to podcasts till about 12. Last night, I didn't sleep till about 1.
1: Just so excited about today. I'd
2: be so jealous, you know, if I you know, had a partner who just, like, turns up. Do you
1: know what I mean? My yeah. wife's exactly the same. I'll, I'll get into bed, and I'll literally toss and turn, toss and turn, brain <laughs> thinking about everything. Oh, a and disaster. And, uh,
2: Absolutely. and it well, I'm having to visit the, uh, the sleeping clinic at the moment because my insomnia's got really quite bad, and, um, I think I, I do it properly in October, but I had to go for like a health check. They're like checking my nose and stuff like that. If you know, I wasn't, yeah, you for know breathing, yeah. And breathing and things like yeah. that. But because the insomnia got so bad. It's not as bad now touch wood, but I was like, it's like, Oh God, I've done a whole night now about any sleep. And, um, it's a case of I've got to, go to work tomorrow yeah. and I've literally just not slept at all because yeah. on a bad night, I'd at least get three or four hours sleep. Mm. But I was just kind of like, you know, six, seven hours. You know, I've read my total film, my Empire magazine. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I, I flick through um, whatever blog in America or whatever. And I am like I can hear the birds waking up. It's light, you know. Yeah. Might as well nip into the shower sort of thing and go to work. So it's become like a GP thing now. It,
0: that's definitely a bad health thing. When, when you get a really decent night's sleep and you don't wake up at all... You, it's just a completely different day the next
1: day, isn't it, when you get that? never happens to you as a child, though, does it?
0: No, it started happening in, thir- in my
1: 30s. Yeah. That, I think. Yeah, I, I've only found that I've had sort of restless night's sleep. as, of, as of, The older I've got, the worse it's got.
0: I totally
2: agree with yeah. to that. My, 30s is when I, my late 30s was when I started to have restlessness and insomnia yeah. type of thing. I used to just be turned off like RoboCop. Do you know what I mean? Just like I had a, had like a <laughs> plug taken out. That was me offline. And then I'd just wake up the next morning type of thing. Yeah. It was only if you like, um, the only time you'd wake up as a kid is if you had the flu or you felt sick. And you just stand by your parents' bed until they suddenly saw you and jumped out of their skin, you know, because you're real or whatever. You know what I mean? Than that, it was just, yeah, you quite right. Just go straight to sleep, wouldn't you? Yeah. And I mean, God, I, I'd pay money. I'd fill in a check for that. Mm. Do you know what I
0: mean? Right. I've got another quote on um, satisfaction. Okay. A negative judgment gives you more satisfaction than praise, provided it smacks of jealousy. Like that. Goodness me. Who is that? Um, Jean Luc Picard. No, it's Jean um, Baldrillard. Okay.
2: Goodness me. I say Picard, that's still an impressive one. On the Enterprise, a bit of jealousy from the bridge. <laughs> I think that they, to a certain degree, I think though, um, any sort of uh, jealousy, there's always a, a nasty, you know, it's one to avoid, isn't it? Full stop. If
0: someone's saying something of you, they, you can tell they're jealous of you. Is that kind of like a good feeling of, ha they're saying that because they're jealous, they want what I've got?
2: No, I think some people would see it like that. I think when people, I can work out, OK, you're being negative because you're jealous. But I think back of my head would be, there'd be a lot of paranoia that I've got a potential enemy here type of thing.
0: So do you do, do your best to make sure you, you have no enemies?
2: I would say that, yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? If I've done something that uh, perhaps I'd make think other people jealous of, yeah. I p- perhaps wouldn't even tell them about it.
1: Really? I, yeah,
2: because it might create a sense of friction and... Um, that's interesting. ...an uncomfortable element. Because I always think for someone to be a success, others have to be a failure. I do sometimes think that sometimes, and that's what people do take away with it. You know what I mean? And it's a case of... Um, it's taken me a while to realise there's that aspect of me.
0: Whereby Tell I just us, keep it to myself. Share one with us. What, what's something you've held back from somebody? What was your relationship with them?
2: Um, it might be a case of... Uh, if I've done something stand-up comedy-wise, it's yeah. done quite well. Yeah. I might just, you know, not kind of mention it. And they say, oh, we saw this thing on, you know, you were on the internet. But they're not
0: know. a comedian, right? They're not in comedy.
2: Well, they might have, like, an aspiration or something. And that's enough? I think so, Yeah. Also, the other thing is I think is that um they're waiting this is really neurotic, this is, but you know, I think they're waiting for me to drop, do you know what I mean? To fall off whatever statue I'm up. So it's best not to stand up at the top of the, the platform and say, look at me, Dave was the golden eagle. Because at some point the farmer's <laughs> gonna shoot me down off the fence type of thing. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, I'm preempting that person probably isn't even that interested. I don't know, I'm probably overly projecting. That they're—it's um, hypervigilance. Yeah, it's hypervigilance. You are completely right. Yeah, yeah. hyper vigil. I'm like, you know, three or four, or five chess moves in front type of thing. Yeah, which is just um, almost not chess. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've moved on to a Scrabble <laughs> table or something. I mean, a completely different game that does just exists that, in my own head.
1: Does that mindset get in the way of joy?
2: Yes, it does yeah I think it does in a way definitely I think more than satisfaction I get um relief of oh it's done now thank god I can go back to the granola type of thing which is not ideal do you know what I mean but a lot of it is kind of like oh you know like when I did my MA it was like it's more like a relief that I'd done it I didn't even bother going to graduation type of thing it was just like <laughs> thank god that's done you know let's move on sort of thing
0: is that because um, you're not familiar with how to handle the, those things take so long to do that when you get to the end, it's all an unknown and you don't know how people are thinking? You're not obviously not aware and comfortable in that space. And that's, that's absolutely understandable. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's easy just to walk away from feeling like that or be in that space. But granola, you know the arc of granola.
2: Absolutely. Well, that is just basically uh, mute the volume in your head, isn't it? You know, you're no longer playing chess. You just sat there, you know, Dribbling. absolutely, you know, what a Buddhist monk does, but you're <laughs> fuelled by sugar, basically. So, yeah, there's no chessboard anymore. That's put away yeah. in the cupboard, locked up and, uh, you know, just a meditative you, state. So
0: do you feel responsible for how these people feel? That's what's coming across, I think.
2: Yeah, maybe I do. Yeah, maybe there is a, a sense of responsibility, which, it, which ironically is very narcissistic and egotistical that they're all thinking about Dave Edwards as this glowing sun in the middle of the solar system. But in actual fact, they've got their own stuff to deal with. So ironically, very narcissistic that everyone's thinking, oh, what's Dave Edwards up to? But there's a, uh, there's a nice
0: thing there is you're trying to keep equilibrium.
2: Yeah, I guess, I guess there's an element of there. You know, just uh, trying to avoid enemies as well type of thing. You know, just trying to keep... Yeah, it is equilibrium, which you feel safe within, don't you?
0: Yeah, I think so. But
2: then the reason you go off to do these things, ironically, is so you are worshipped and the people sort of... Is it though?
0: Is it? Because, you know, it seems like a lot of fun to do... It could be music, it could be poetry, it could be being an actor, it could be stand-up comedy. It's obviously addictive because it's fun in the moment of doing it. There's this massive after-effect, which is that kind of halo of achievement and otherworldly, oh, my God, he's one of those people. But I don't think that it's just... It's not just a stand-out, is it? Surely it's just fun.
2: Oh, it is fun as well, definitely. But I think if you're doing like something like stand-up, yeah. there's so many pain barriers. Sure. I mean, God, I'm not in any way... I shouldn't be talking about it like I'm somebody... I've never done it professionally or anything like that. Well, if you've you know,
0: been paid to do it, you're a professional.
2: Yeah, I guess so. So, you know, very one-off, but, you know, ultimately amateur sort of thing. And... Um, there's a lot of pain barrier there, whereby, yeah. you know, it's a lot of fun coming up with jokes, first time, getting the laughs, stuff like that.
1: Is it satisfying?
2: Um, I think, for me personally, the adrenaline is so intense and the fear factor is so intense. Once again, it's more of a relief I've survived it. You know, I haven't chickened out. I've ticked that box. So it's more like... Um, well, it's like deer hunter when they used to play Russian roulette. They used to get a massive high out of it because they pull the trigger and there was no bullet there type of thing. Yeah, uh, That's <laughs> what I would say what stand-up's like, definitely for me. But some people, you know, get um, a lot out of it. I would say the writing is more...
3: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen
1: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: Satisfactory. When you work out the puzzle, you know, it's like a game of Sudoku sort of thing. You think, right, that might work. This will work. Oh, that would work. And you sort of create something. But, um, you know, when you're in this, uh, you know, nightlife situation, everyone's had a drink. Fair enough but you're as sober as anything and you are hyper-vigilant, you know. It's just, um, yeah, it's exhausting. You're just existing in a completely different reality to anyone else.
0: Here's a, here's a question, if I may. Robert Plant, not a question. Um, I dare say one good concert just justifies a week of satisfaction at home.
2: What's that say? One...
0: One good concert oh, justifies yes. a week of satisfaction at home.
2: What, just get it out of your system type of thing?
1: I... I don't know if he's saying... I, I read into that, that he's had a great gig, so he can dine out on that for a week. Yeah.
2: Definitely, yeah. I think, yeah, there's, a, there's definitely an element of that to it, do you know what I mean? Whereby you feel as though you pushed yourself, you stretched yourself. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, you've ticked that box type of thing. You've jumped out with the parachute type of thing.
0: How often do you put yourself in that position where you're doing something brand new, you're unprepared, and you're thinking on your feet?
2: When, how do I sort of do that? Um, in a year. In a year, maybe, I would probably find myself maybe like once, once a month maybe doing something in that kind of vein, you know, because I think with stand-up comedy, after a while, you know, it sounds not great, but you've got a script that you keep to yeah. a lot of the time. But, you know, actually, absolutely sort of, uh, you know, being in the moment and going with it, I'd say, you know, probably once a month. I definitely feel bad if I chicken out on things. yeah. I do feel really quite guilty then. I always think to myself, you know, just better get it just done. Yeah. Because then the pain will just be very instant. Whereas if you don't do it, you've got that cloud hovering over you type of thing, which can last several days. And that's you generating
1: that cloud, isn't it?
2: Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: What's a satisfactory day for Dave Edwards?
2: A satisfactory um, day for Dave Edwards yeah i 'm trying to think of i 've sort of had one of those before <laughs> I move on very quickly to what 's the next thing i 'm very much a sort of future project. I tell you one that is very sad that I do get satisfaction from and there 's another part of my mind which I think to myself um, uh, this is deluded is when I complete a, a box set of a TV series I think to myself you know that 's that done tick that off that 's the crown season two done then I can prepare myself for season three. And uh, I do have that warm feeling of satisfaction, but there's another voice in my head saying, that's completely insane. You know, you haven't completed a qualification or a driving licence. You've just watched, you know, 25 (laughs) hours of American television type of thing. But um, I do, for some reason, it triggers that sensation in my head. I don't know why that is. So I think, yeah, I need to think of something that's a bit more wholesome on the satisfactory front, that's a bit more productive.
1: What's the first word that comes into your mind if I say satisfaction?
2: Calmness. You know, a sense of present, you're in the middle, you know, um, you, know you can relax. Um, but I think that's very seldom that happens. I think it's always the next thing hmm. you're thinking about. Because, you know, once you've accomplished that one thing... Then you're thinking, right? What do I have to do next? Um, You know. uh But
0: does that become addictive? Just going back to our, you know, other subject, that addiction of satisfaction, and if you find a positive way of achieving it, like that sounds quite good. Like if I think someone who's completed something, done, and then they're looking to the next thing, a lot of people would dine out on achievement for some time.
2: Absolutely. I think if you look at most successful people, entrepreneurs, yeah. they have addictive personalities, and they've angled that addiction yeah, in, in a world. positive way. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. you know, it either it is running or it is, you know, money, accumulating yeah. money type of thing, and they're getting that lizard brain trigger from uh, turning their, their their addictive personality into something that's actually productive. Yeah. And I've always thought, you know, try and do that type of thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've never actually, you know... Clearly, never actually sort of managed it to that degree.
0: Do you think you're heading in the direction where that's becoming? It's becoming more and more easy to do that.
2: In what sort of trying to become addictive in things that are more kind of yeah. uh, positive?
0: Do you feel like a natural? I feel a natural burn off of like that thing that wasn't very positive. I don't really want to do that that much anymore. Like drinking wine and staying up late and eating cheese. <laughs> like i have yeah. gradually over-
3: planning for your next trip.
0: The years now put that aside, and it's not something I I would continue to do as much. I don't know if that's just getting older or whatever, but you know I I feel like it's becoming easier to choose to do the right things in my life. It's not becoming more difficult or staying the same.
2: I would say it for me, it's never black or white. It's a big shade of grey. There'll be elements, there'll be periods where I'm doing quite well with that, yeah, and I'm quite happy with it. And then there's other times I'll just fall off the, uh, the, the back of the, the truck type of thing. And, um, you know, I'm back into kind of late nights, having a drink type of thing. Then I kind of like, you know, think, oh, that's too much. Then it's like a constant circle, really. What's your favourite drink? I don't know. Oh, definitely gin. It goes without saying, because uh, there's no real hangover there at all, which is a terrible thing to admit. Yeah. I mean, if you go too far of it, like anything, but So
0: G&Ts, gin. lots of G&Ts. Lots
2: of G&Ts.
0: Where are you out socially?
2: Well, so it could be um, around someone's house, you know, like a barbecue, something like that. <laughs> it could be like a, um, a pub, a bar type of thing. Yeah. Although G&T is quite expensive just to sit there, you know, downing those. But um, yeah, it could be like any social, you know, people I went to college with, or it could be like an office do, something in that vein type of thing. They're always wise not to get that drunk at, it's got to be said type of thing, because you're going to be seeing them, you know, the, after
1: Christmas or whatever. But how how do you find that if you if you've had a a few too many drinks and you wake up in the morning um is there anxiety
2: yeah definitely
1: what you might have said something yeah
2: absolutely definitely yeah I, i definitely you know go through my head is this okay is that all right did that work okay that was a bit sarcastic Everyone laughed at that joke by sort of putting that other person down type of thing. <laughs> uh, quite loud. La- Should I give that person a hug? He's management now.
0: Do you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> All that type of thing. Um,
0: uh, do you Hugging him because he's become management or?
2: Oh, just because I'm just in love with life at that point. It's just come over, you know. Oh, do you become very,
0: you're very, very tactile when you drink?
2: Oh, yeah, very much so. Yeah, definitely. It depends. Sometimes I'll have a drink, and it's like I've been hit by a tranquilizer dart. I just want to go into the corner and sleep like a bear. Yeah. Other times, you know, it just depends. I guess what you've eaten or whatever, it just kind of just hits the... uh yeah. The button type thing. It's the environment as well. Yeah. And it's like, oh, let's push, you know, office titles aside. Let's just hug it out type of thing. Yeah. And then suddenly you look back at it, you think, my arms are wrapped around his, but his weren't wrapped around mine. <laughs> that was like <laughs> hugging a, a statue. Have I gone too far there? Um, yeah. You know... You know, you sort of think, God, I felt his whiskers against my cheek. You know, you think, God, you know, that that was a bit too intimate. Should I send him a text? Hopefully the tranquilizer
0: dart didn't hit you at the same time as well.
2: Oh, indeed. That would be a bad cocktail, wouldn't it? Just sort of like, you know, holding on to me like a damsel in distress type of thing. (laughs) Um, But yes, there's always a massive paranoia afterwards type of thing. T- you just sort of go through it in your head, don't you? Was that okay? Was this okay? You,
0: well, I don't
1: do this, but you do do this, right? Mm, you do a lot, Stu. Yeah, yeah, massively, yeah. But
0: you don't drink to ex- excess? No. No?
1: No, but I, I, I drink to the point where <laughs> I lower my inhibitions and... Trousers. And <laughs> and trousers, yeah. Uh, and, and, and so, therefore, sometimes when I wake up, I think... I wouldn't normally have said that to that person. I wonder if they interpreted that as it was intended. Like, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Though? Oh,
2: absolutely, definitely.
1: Or you know, um, when, when was the last time you done something over complimented? When when you done something that you woke up the next day after a couple of gins and thought, oh
2: shit, shouldn't have done that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, definitely. Um, uh, Quite high up management. Um, We're in the toilet and I was... Want to
0: bang on this? I know, indeed.
2: (laughs) Basically, uh, I was washing my hands and um, I was very (laughs) drunk. Really, severely drunk. He was in the cubicle going to the toilet and we were chatting... I think it was about uh, Marvel films okay. and I was really getting on with him as a normal person type of thing
0: Yeah,
2: and um, you know he said to me
1: uh, he, he's having a poo
2: yeah he's having a poo right. still chatting to me through the door I'm thinking well oh, it's just you know we're kind of getting on here type yeah. of thing we're pushing the managerial stuff aside <laughs> I didn't know he was into Marvel movies you weren't
0: kind of like you know arms folded leaning up against the cubicle door <laughs> Well,
2: the thing is, I, it was getting on so well that I, I got so... And I was very drunk. You didn't pop your head over, did you? I did, to carry on the chat. I just felt a real... Um, he made an observation that I thought was really strong. I can't remember. It was about Black Panther or something. I said, you know, I tried to talk to loads of people about this. They totally disagreed. And um, he kept it going conversation-wise... But the next morning, you hit the rewind button. Oh, sorry, I'm going to have to... I've, I've got to I've hit, got, hit that button.
0: I'm going to have to examine this a little bit more. So, you <laughs> popped your head over. Did you make eye contact?
2: Yep, and he was giving me eye contact back and talking.
1: <laughs> Did he talk slower? No, 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 I've got to go further back. you no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> at what point did you think? I know what this situation needs right now. It needs some eye contact. Like, did you think right? I- I'm going to go and have a look over the top of the cubicle uh, over the top of the cubicle, at a man that's defecating. And how did you get up there? Was it a foot on the pan of the one? Yeah, next-
2: just a foot on the pan. The-, yeah. the-, the conversation was just flowing really well to the point where it invited that. Oh, well, to the extent of I never really felt that we got on that well and, um, you know, he perhaps would give eye contact to other people in the team more than me and stuff like Solid that. Solid icebreaker. Yeah, absolutely. All that sort of thing and uh, would really give me any responsibility type of thing. I just really thought, oh, we're really getting on here. Step Do you know what I mean? up and also it's a case of you know it's going to be christmas in a few days the whole thing is Season that you know of goodwill. yeah absolutely quite right i've got 2 weeks off getting on well with the manager
0: yeah
2: and um I don't know, he just made this... Ob- I can't
0: remember what the observation was. But you thought, God damn it, I've never had this acknowledgement. It was a moment so of a connection. As a being. Kindred spirits. Yeah, so did you put the seat down before you stood on it? Or, or were you standing on the rim?
2: Do you know what? I can't even remember... All I can remember is just holding on, chatting to him. Right. And just wanting to make an eye contact to say, you know, yes, I agree type of was thing. Was there
0: a moment when you thought, he's finished, he now needs to wipe? I'm
2: trying to, um i try to think of that. I mean, do you know what I mean? it's drunk? It's just like you fade in, fade out, fade in, were fade out. Were you doing that over
0: the top of type the... ...type of
2: thing? <laughs> you fading in and fading out? Probably. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's probably massive silences, and then I went back to Black Panther type of thing, and Did then, you know... All that wasn't
0: flush- a euphemism, right?
2: No, absolutely. It was a euphemism, but it would work in that situation, definitely. I think that was taking w- were place. Were people coming in and
0: going, they're getting on?
2: I think, um, I think his tone of voice, definitely. Well, the thing is... Oh, so he engaged? Only when I look back, he engaged, he chatted. But uh, looking back on was it... Was he the next looking morning, at you? Yeah, he was, and talking. <laughs> but looking back on it, I, I then analysed the body language and everything. And I was like, no, Dave, you're being paranoid. He was into the conversation. He was invested. He was passionate about discussing a you know, Black Panther. Do you have his at, head,
0: like, cocked back, hands behind his head, looking up at you, like, open, body language, I'm fully open. My shirt is, you know, undone, and my my the tops of my thighs are bare. <laughs> but other than that, this is more important than this. At,
2: looking back on it... Uh, the body language wasn't good. Oh, he was the, slumped. The verbal interaction was, uh, was good, but the body language was covering up. Was and good. he kept saying to me... Um, I'll uh, be with I'll, you in a minute. Well, he was, he was giving me an errand to do with taxis or whatever. Oh, yeah. He was saying, you know, can you do us a favour and call us the taxi to pick us up? Could you do that now? Call us mm. a taxi? and Taxi I'll be, or police? Oh, I think <laughs> bit, whichever, basically. Do you know what I mean? I think it's just like, you know, uh, evacuate me from the building type of thing. Simple as that. And, and you will like, yeah, I'll do it in a minute. Anyway, back to... And he actually, uh, well, when I look back on it, the, yeah. re- the time where I realised I'd gone too far, it sort of ruined my Christmas a bit because I remember Christmas Day kind of overanalyzing it because he offered me his mobile phone. He was like, you know, if you don't have any code or anything, just there's the mobile phone, <laughs> go out and... Um,
0: started dialing.
1: Yeah, absolutely sort of thing, and I just... Um, this is all screaming, here's, please fuck off, David. That That's kind of what it's... Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah.
2: And, but there was, when I was that pissed, subtext <laughs> did not exist. No. I was just, like, surfing on this good time type of thing. Yeah. And... Um, misjudge the situation. Misjudge the situation. Never called the taxi type of <laughs> thing. So that probably pissed him off. Did you take his phone, though? Oh, I think I can't remember. It really was. There's I a possibility I someone that. Someone
0: on the toilet handing me a phone, I don't think I'd want to touch that phone either.
2: Well, we were blood brothers at that point. I didn't give a shit. Do you know what I mean? It was just a case of. Uh, absolutely, quite right. <laughs> Flipping egg, barriers crossed, type of thing. Um, H- had, he, had he actually filled the bowl because the smell. <laughs> I think, you know, you know I, I was in such a golden ball of, you know, of euphoria, yeah. type of thing, that the smell just didn't penetrate the good vibe. It was just a case of <laughs> just getting on, type of thing. Yeah, it was just, uh, you know, where's my bud? Has he come out yet? What's, what's happening? Yeah, You're talking about a, him. Yes. He's not talking about... No, 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 not at all. Not in that vein. But... Um, satisfying? Was it satisfying? At the time, yeah, definitely. Because I wasn't overanalyzing things.